Welcome to Investing in You, presented by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a show where we explore and discuss topics relating to finance, community, and life. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. My guest today is Amber Shanley, market manager for our Minneapolis and St. Paul areas of Affinity Plus. She's been in this role since 2017, and prior to that, she was a branch manager at the university branch and capital branches. She's been with Affinity Plus now for nearly 11 years, serving our members in many roles. And she's currently pursuing her MBA at the University of St. Thomas in Minneapolis and will be graduating this December. In this episode, we'll be covering how to navigate your finances in uncertain times, challenges that our members are currently facing, and resources that are available to them. And we'll end on an upbeat note, fun ways we've been keeping spirits up in the branches all over Minnesota. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for agreeing to come in. I know you're very busy, especially during this time, so it's it a great go day unappreciated. For it. Yes, it is a beautiful <laughs> day for it. Um, so I just want to start off by saying you're on the tail end of getting your MBA from St. Thomas. Congratulations on that. Thank you. What's been the highlight of that experience for you? Oh, my goodness. The highlight was probably finishing as quickly as I was able to. <laughs> um, and I mean that um, with a lot of respect for the teachers because it is not easy leading adults and <laughs> teaching them how to do things. But um it's been amazing because things that you thought you knew have only been enhanced through the MBA program uh, with St. Thomas. It's really been a joy to go to class two nights a week. Um, some blended courses are more preferred to just sure. have some flexibility. But with the transition to online right now and Zoom calls, it's interesting how much I miss the classroom experience and seeing people. So. Definitely. Yeah. That's... <laughs> but it's. It's um it's great and just rolling with everything that has changed right now has really been eye opening because it's not just at work that's happening it's everywhere that's happening so Definitely. to see St Thomas go through some of the changes that they've had to go through with schooling it's the same thing almost at work and sharing experiences has been helpful yeah definitely puts a new a new twist and new view on things education's <laughs> been hugely changed um, from how we how we know it traditionally mm -hmm. uh, and it's great to see that they can adjust and there's probably been a few road, road you know bumps along the road as every i'm sure every business is dealing with but to, to see the success of that as proof in in your cohort of still being able to teach and, and get together albeit maybe not in person which yes. <laughs> is is missed that person-to-person -person contact is not overrated at all it's not um, <laughs> So with that, uh, I guess we'll we'll get into the changes that have been um, presenting themselves in in the uh, financial world. Your market manager of St. Paul and Minneapolis locations. Mm -hmm. So how many branches does that put Four. under? Four. Yeah. Okay. Fairly heavily trafficked ones. Yes. At that, <laughs> um, and we've had to change quite rapidly and extensively to handle and still meet all of the needs that our that our members have. Um, yeah, the changes happened almost overnight. And in some branches within hours and every day was a different story and a different plan. But um, it's been really great to have members 
flow with us as much as we've been able to adapt as an organization and as like a branch network. They've been so wonderful to work with. Um, and knowing that it's not just Affinity Plus that's changing, it's everywhere. Like every single organization has been impacted somehow, whether it's the grocery store or um, where they're living, if it's um, in an apartment complex, like everything's changed and new. So members are being really good about having some of those changes come to us, but our Nicolet office, like we were open one day and from what I had shared with the team, I said, this is very fluid. We met um, for our daily huddle at 8.15 and at two o'clock I was like, hey team, um, we're actually going to close tomorrow. And they were not prepared for that. And I was like, I know it's not like something that we were expecting like right this moment, but we can only prepare with so much information that we have at any given time. So employees are adaptable. Um, Members are very patient, which has been really good. And members are so resilient and trying to just do their banking however they're able to. So if it's at the ATM, they're learning. They may be on the phone with us as they're at the ATM trying to do a deposit. Um, They might put us on speakerphone as they're trying to already see a check, (laughs) which... Those are moments that if we were in like a branch setting, super easy to do, but we're all learning how to have that conversation over the phone. And often we're pulling out our own cell phones and we're like, okay, which step are you at? Like, let me walk through it with you. But that's really where members know that we're trying our best and employees are feeling really supported from each other. So if they're stuck on a question, they can always ask another person. So even though we're not like maybe in a physical location, we can still get in touch with someone and that's what it makes it feel good um, overall and with everyone. Yeah. And members themselves too are missing that face-to-face sit down, whether it's with the teller that you, is your go-to teller that you see yeah. every day or someone that you sit down maybe at a desk with that you have a long relationship with where they've helped you navigate a lot of financial uh, issues over over your life uh, and now you don't have that face to face or just mm-hmm. coming in for that for the cup of coffee and just it's part of your part of your day just to come in and and, and talk and I'm sure they're missing that as much as our employees miss having that shared bond experience with mm-hmm. the members too that's exactly it like we have Joan, who stood outside at university a couple weeks ago and was like, I really miss you guys. Like, I just wanted to come to the door. And it's like, well, we can help you in the drive-thru. She's like, I know, but this is where I come. And I'm going to come right here. So that way, when it's open, I'm going to be ready. And she's like, I'm really going home, though, but I'm here. It's like, thanks, Joan. Just say we'll hello. see you. Right? <laughs> yeah. Glad you're doing okay. Yeah. Or there's Kathy at Capital who brings cookies for the team. And mm. we politely said, like, no more cookies right now, but keep in touch. <laughs> And she Don't forget the recipes. Yes. And she'll never forget the recipes. She's a grandma now. So oh, there we go. Yes. Wonderful. Best cookies ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's like Bob at Lafayette and he'll come in and hang out on the chairs and wait for his favorite person to work with. It all depends on the day, but he does have his favorites and he'll tell you. Oh, for sure. Very (laughs) vocal about that. Yes. You got your routines. Yep. And we appreciate that. (laughs) Um, It's really interesting right now at university, the newspaper's not getting read. And that's that's a strange concept because that newspaper travels a lot throughout a normal day when the Mm, lobbies are open. Um, Members come in and, and read it and... 
We we don't as employees. We wait for them to tell us what's in the paper. Right. So providing that service, but yes. waiting for the for them to be a sounding board on what's what's exactly. being printed. Exactly. Yeah. It's like well, it, it's it opens the conversation up so much more when someone's coming in and reading the paper, and then it's like, did you see this in the paper today? It's like, no, I didn't. Tell me more. <laughs> so it's really nice. Please elaborate. Exactly. <laughs> We've gone through less coffee, which is yes. So I've unique. noticed that one for sure. My <laughs> coffee intake is way down. Probably yeah. a good thing. Um. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> employees' caffeine um, intake for coffee is probably still at the same levels, but as a whole, like university is definitely not going through the coffee that we used to. <laughs> Conserving those coffee beans. Yes, so holding on to it. <laughs> going back to. Right when this first started, and in in some cases it was okay. Tomorrow, boom, ban- mm-hmm. branches closed, or we're having to permanently, you know, permanently closed, and we're working remotely, or it's we're closing our doors, but our drive-throughs are still open. And then, you know, eventually we kind of um, brought in curbside service for some of those other more mm-hmm. complex things that you can't just do through the drive-through. Yeah. Um, what what initially did members find? Um, most challenging or worrisome? Uh, I know there was a lot of uncertainty, I think, all around yeah. in every aspect of your life, but especially uh, finances. For some people, this is the first time going through something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's changed from initially when we kind of had a change in how we do business to now where we've had quite a few weeks where members are fairly used to the new rhythm of how mm-hmm. things are getting done? Um, albeit maybe not super convenient for some of them, maybe in some ways, <laughs> right. but I'm, I'm for, for sure we've been um, hitting it out of the park in terms of, yeah. I think, um, the front, our frontline staff's ability to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. I would say they've been stellar in their duties, not just the branches here in the, in the cities, uh, but all over the, oh, my all over the yes. state. Um, and every community is different. Every branch is different. The needs of that community and that branch vary. And I think that's what like Affinity Plus can really lean into is that all of our branches have their own experience and we love that. We don't want branches to be exactly the same. And that's where it creates um, a differentiator and we represent our communities that we serve all within our branches. And that's, you don't get that everywhere else. Um, It's the Affinity Plus in Grand Rapids is not the same Affinity Plus in Minneapolis, and it shouldn't be. And that's, I think, what members love the most. And if they're visiting other locations, they always tell us what's different, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, when we have some members visit downtown, like for a Twins game, and they stop in a Nicolette, they're like, this is definitely a little different than my Bemidji branch. And I'm like, yes, it is. It's real different than Bemidji. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but we love that. Like, Every branch has like its own unique um, personality. Per- exactly, yeah. personality. Um, but to answer your question, like from what changed at the beginning to now, like at the beginning, members were really worried that we were going to close and not be able to help them. Members were concerned about like getting access to their money. How are they going to pay their rent? How are they going to pay their electricity? Um, what if they were receiving unemployment? Where would it go? Because they weren't sure if we would stay open and we're essential. So we were still open, but um, sharing those conversation or sharing that in a conversation with a member um, happened a lot those first couple weeks because it was right before the stay at home order. 
a lot of requests for cash because members just weren't sure if their cards would even still work. Right. A lot so, of uncertainty. Yeah. yeah. And it was a lot of open conversations with members and meeting their needs if it was cash withdrawals and maybe a little larger than what they would have liked to normally take out. But through this, it's um, just helping them feel comforted. And if they are feeling more comfortable holding that cash in their hand, we want to make sure that they're comfortable. I would imagine, though, for a lot of members, uh, these are tenuous times. It's it is day to day. There's a there's way more unknown. Could be loss of income, loss of job. Um, and I know we do a great job of partnering with those members uh, to kind of help them navigate that. Um, maybe speak a little bit about you know, even though the in person isn't. Uh, isn't on the table yet. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some uh, resources if you are a member who's who's looking to um, to get some of that, a little bit of advice or maybe a little direction given, yeah. given that you may be a little bit uncertain uh, as to what to do now? Um, and I think the biggest thing that we've been asking members to do and even with some outreach that we've been doing is to just have a conversation with us, open the door. And I think that's really where sometimes financial challenges can be embarrassing and or like concerning and stressful and it's easy to be like I'm only alone in this situation but the reality is is that you're not and if you open up that conversation specifically with Affinity Plus if it's any lending with us we're willing to have an open conversation of what can we look at is payments right now just not a good fit for you it should we skip a payment this month because next month is going to be better Or should we look at restructuring your loans to just get things more affordable for right now, knowing that you can pay it off sooner? Or um, we've also been doing some outreach in advance to try to help members so that before their credit's impacted, we're giving them a call and it's like, did you just know what your payments do? And if you did, great. If not, let's have a conversation, but also like we're trying to open up that conversation and let members know that they're not alone. This is something that is like worldwide as an impact um, with COVID-19. And I think that's really where it's important to recognize we have the ability to help members now and into the future. So whether it's a conversation today or a conversation in six weeks, we're still here and willing to have those conversations um, however members would like to have them. Through secure messaging, through an email, through a phone call, whatever is going to make them feel most comfortable to open that door. Right. And that is, I would count myself among those that being able to have a conversation about finances or anything for that matter where the expectation is you should already know how to do this. And mm-hmm. somehow it's a, it's almost a knock against you that you don't already know how to do this yeah. or that you should, or that, you know, by the time you're, you know, pick whatever the constraint you want mm-hmm. by this age, you should know how to manage all your finances. And it's, uh, it's, you know, something negative if you, if you don't know how, and that make that does make it hard to come in earlier on when you maybe do notice that, Mm -hmm. okay, things are different and I can see myself sort of sliding down to the point where I may need to have that, that conversation to know that, that it is okay. That (laughs) that's more often than not the norm. The -hmm. norm isn't everybody can manage their finances perfectly. That's probably the, 
rare exception. Exactly. Um, and, that, and you would never know unless someone showed you. Right. Or even sat down to learn how to manage your account or know that you can have 15 different savings accounts and name them something else. <laughs> right. So when bills come due, you already have the money saved. It's all organized. <laughs> and I learned that from a to. member. Right? <laughs> and it's implemented into my personal finances because I'm like, this is the best idea ever. See, there you go. Two-way street. To they can teach us it. something too. Yeah. Right? And that's, yeah, I think that's, to be able to to slow down and take that time, I don't, I don't know how common... That really is to be able to give that personal touch. I, I would hope it would be more common than it probably is, but I, I wanted, I'd like to think that you know when I did work in a branch, that was a one of the more rewarding parts of the job was to sit down and get to know somebody over a cup of coffee, and you may be the only person they feel comfortable talking about this mm-hmm. to, and the courage it took to even pick up the phone to make an appointment or walk in and say, I need some help. Yeah. That takes a huge amount of effort and that's, that should be applauded for sure that to cross that threshold of I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable and say, yeah, I, I do need help. Mm-hmm. And to have people that are saying that's, that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about you at right all. Right now it, yeah. it takes out a level of, um, like nervousness too, because you don't have to look someone in the face and ask for help which can even be more stressful than picking up the phone or using a method online to communicate and Mm -hmm. start to open conversations. Um, It's definitely not easy, but I know that that's something that employees are really missing right now is that face-to-face conversation. But for them to have an experience um, or or deliver an experience like that to a member where they're able to help them achieve something and build a relationship over the phone is almost as rewarding or slightly more rewarding because you're like, I had that challenge of not a face-to-face conversation and I feel like we made a difference here and this person is in a better spot because of that. Right. We still made it happen Mm -hmm. even given some of those constraints and maybe, yeah, you're not able to have that face-to-face, but all the more appreciative, I'm sure, on Mm -hmm. the member's side of, wow, even during... I'm sure they're stressed too. I'm sure they have to juggle a lot of things as well. And yet they're still able to take the time to to give me that experience that our members keep coming back to the branch for. Exactly. I mean they wanna they they it's almost becomes extended family in a way, if I can use that term. Uh absolutely. <laughs> I would say that almost um almost I would say that a lot of employees would see some members as family and you get like concerned if they're not showing up on the third of the month. If Bill and Jerry didn't come into the university branch on the third, we would call them and be like, um, where are you guys? Because we haven't seen you today. Right. And generally we have a very, um, honest answer of why they weren't there. (laughs) And we appreciate that. Um, but I think that's where it's like, we have that relationship and, if we called them, it wouldn't be seen as um, pressure-oriented or anything like that. Members appreciate that little check-in. Right. And it's I, not like you're doing roll call. Where are you? It's yeah. more, is everything okay? Yeah. You, you doing all right? Yeah. I'm sure that is massively appreciated by them. Absolutely. As well as giving the, the colorful answers, I'm sure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
what's been some ways in which you keep the the spirits high and uh, and the uh, I don't know what the uh, the, adi- the the attitude and atmosphere upbeat given <laughs> so much doom and gloom that is yeah. always surrounding uh, everything that we're dealing with. Um, we've tried a few different things. Um, Bring your dog to work day has been the highlight for Ooh. many employees. Um, nice. My dog captain makes makes his rounds and hangs out with everyone. Um, oh, Capitan! Yeah, what kind of dog? He's a Yorkie. Okay, um, so he loves to come to work. <laughs> um, he's mostly good, except when I'm on a conference call and then he's scratching at my door to the office to go out, and I'm like, please, somebody help me! <laughs> captain wants to go for a walk. He wants to go outside. <laughs> it's a great day. <laughs> <laughs> just wants to be a part of the call. He wants to give yeah, his two cents. Exactly. More dog biscuits for uh, <laughs> drive through Yes. But I know it's inspired some other locations to bring their dogs to work, which has been awesome. Um, we have had a few branch dogs so far. We've had Deuce come into university, um, which is um, Jenna's dog. We've had Pip, who's Nick's dog, come in. And Kirby, who um, is one of our Hastings employees' dogs, but she's here visiting at university. Um, her name's Karen. So it's been great to have a variety of <laughs> dogs come through, and it just makes the day so much different because yeah. there's, like, a happy dog everywhere you look. So doggy daycare has been a hit. Big hit. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Right. Sure. <laughs> Cats, on the other hand, I, I did say no cats at the branch just yet. They don't travel well, so <laughs> <laughs> from personal experience. They may end up running the branches away, so, you know. Yeah, you know, details. You go. <laughs> um, some of the other things that we've been doing, like there's always daily check-ins um, with many employees. And whether it's from their leader or if it's from a teammate, there's always those conversations. And, and if it's through, like, I am in to just make sure, like, hey, we're checking in, like, missed you today, wanted, like, what are you having for lunch? And small moments like that to kind of keep some normalcy has been really nice. Um, The other thing, too, at university, we have an exercise dice. Um, So if you roll it, you get to do whatever is on that. Jumping lunges, I will not do, refuse to do, but I will take on challenges of wall squats. Like There you go. It's just finding what you're good at. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had some spirit days. So if you think about like high school homecoming week, yeah. how every day was a different day. Uh-huh. We did some of those. We had concert t-shirt day, um, fluorescent color day. That oh, was whoa. that was fun. Hat day. I haven't worn a hat to work ever. So that was really fun. Um, sports day because... Why not? Um, we're all missing sports right now. Yeah, man. So it'll be, it's going to be fun. We've also done some social distancing happy hours. The Lafayette team has had started that um, almost right away after the branch lobbies closed, which was good. Um, it was either inside in their lobby or out in the parking lot um, just to get together as a team and talk. Yeah. Um, University and Nicollet have come together and done that too. Um, outside we have picnic tables, so it was good to just kind of gather around it and hang out for a little bit on some gorgeous sunny days. Get We've some been sun, very yeah, fortunate get some sun with socialize that. Socialize for sure. Yeah, um, and then also like milestone celebrations. We've had some people graduate college. We want to keep that spirit alive. Um, yeah. They've accomplished a lot, and 
you know, things changed right before graduation. So we want to still celebrate. Um, that was Allison at university. I know there's been some others across the organization that have recently yeah. graduated too. Well, congratulations to all the graduates. For yes, sure. it's um, a big deal. Not um, easy to be able to have to miss out on yeah. walking across the stage and... Exactly. Prom and everything that usually is going on during this time of year. I know, like so many um, like moments and times that are like you look forward to from whenever you're young, like and growing up. It's it's different now, and you're not getting those moments that you've been waiting for. So still have to keep them special somehow. Though, exactly. Sure. What else have we been doing? Um, we've sent cards to a lot of members and to employees to just to surprise at their home, like because when you get it at work, it's great. When you go home and open the mailbox, I'm a big fan of that. I love opening mail. So yes. if I can go home and open a card, I'm like, this was the best thing ever. Not overrated at all. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll finish it off with um, any words of wisdom or words of encouragement or advice or counsel um, to our membership out there uh, who are going through a lot right now. Um, the floor is yours. I don't know if it would be advice. I think it would just be like a word of gratitude. Um, and that's because right now members are giving us so much grace as an organization. And as we are trying new things to help ensure that their needs are met, they are willing to go with us. And like with that, we wouldn't be able to try everything that we've been trying. And some things have worked wonderful and some things haven't. And that's where it's like, just thank you. We are trying, we're doing new things every day to try to make that experience better, but without our members' patience and their kind words every day, we wouldn't be sure. able to do that. Yeah. The feedback on what, what has been going well, I for sure, is mm -hmm. massively appreciated. So I guess a thank you then to them as well yeah, for absolutely. sticking with us Exactly. <laughs> through uncertain times all around. Thank you again yeah, for agreeing you. to be on the show. It's been an amazing and awesome conversation. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Investing in You. We hope you found it informative and inspirational. Special thanks to Minnehaha Recording Studio for use of their amazing facility. If you'd like to revisit any part of the episode, check out the show notes on our website at affinityplus.org. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and you'll be notified as soon as new episodes are released. And we'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you thought about the episodes and what you'd like to hear on future episodes by connecting with us on social media. We'll be back with our next episode, but until then, keep investing in you. Affinity Plus is federally insured by the NCUA.